Hi guys, it's Tommy. And Angelica. I'm Phil. And you are listening to Real Talk. We have a very exciting episode today. Yeah, we do. We our first interview with a cast member from The Traders. Yep, Christian. Very exciting. I'm oh, yeah. very excited. And we have guest host too. Oh yes, we have a yeah. guest host. We've drawn here with us. Yep. He My doesn't like to introduce spot. himself. Yep. Yeah, you but know, that's I like fine. His new seat, though, you notice. He He's, loves his new I seat. said I'll only do the podcast if the seat's here. Yeah, but what are you doing with that cup? You can't be slurping out of that thing. <laughs> I'm <laughs> hydrating. Okay, you done? I am um, done. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm excited to get the perspective of things from a trader. So, because well, I only know them from a faithful. I got some questions for him too. I'm going to let him have it. Okay, great. I'm we, pumped. I got my forward. niece out of the game. I'm not happy. <laughs> are you gonna press him on that or not i'm gonna bring it up <laughs> i'm gonna bring it up let's hear it let's do it does he know you're calling it's what is going on hey. what's up christian can you hear us i can hear all i can hear you i can hear tommy where's uncle phil yeah i'm right here you <laughs> <laughs> oh, he sounds. And you he got me too, Christian. Riveting. Yeah, and John's here too. Oh, what's up, John? What's going on, pal? It's the whole crew. What's up? It's the whole crew today. You got us all. Oh God, I'm ready. I'm <laughs> I hope you are. Christian told oh. us bring the heat before we yeah. started recording, so bring, I, I bring we're gonna the, listen to you. Hey, baby, I got. I'm an open book. I got nothing to hide. Send it. Well, we're super excited to talk to you because, you know, obviously we had some inside intel into this game, but it was only through the eyes of a faithful. So we're excited to get the perspective of a trader and what it was like for you to play this game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's pretty, pretty cool that you get to get uh, kind of like two sides of the story or just like perspectives. But first, let me start off by saying thanks for having me. Like, I'm so excited to be on the Real Talk podcast and to share the stage with Angelica is just (laughs) a hell of a ride. And we'll get more into that. But seriously, thank all of you. It was so good to see you all this last weekend in L.A. I'm glad you all came out and brought a little energy for us out here. But yeah, I'm ready to get into it. So whatever you got to ask, I'm uh, I'm down. I'm down to get. get and we really that. appreciate you coming on, Christian, because is this the first podcast you've done since? This is the first podcast I think I've done since. Nice. Um, yeah, this will be the first one that comes. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Well, we're happy we got you first. Yeah. Oh, you guys, I've, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have done it with anyone else but y'all. So, yeah, let's let's get after it. I'm excited to see what you guys got. All right. Um, so, first of all, I, I got the tough questions just so that you know. Oh, oh yeah. no. Okay, Uncle Bill. That's fine. That's fair. I love that. I want to. I have some more of the fun questions. I want to know: Was the experience everything that you'd hoped it be? Like, what were you looking for in going on this show in playing this game? What were you hoping for? So being my first time competing and or just being involved with reality TV, uh, I was very just like super excited just in general. Like I didn't know if I was going to make the show officially. I didn't know if I was, you know, nothing's real until you're actually there. So I was super excited to travel and go. I didn't know what to expect. I kind of thought it was going to be like an in-person version of the board game Clue. But, and and it kind of was to that degree, but I was so excited. I didn't know who was going to be on there. I, uh, I had, I didn't know what to expect, but one thing I did know is I wanted to be a trader through and through. There was no doubt in my mind that it's something I wanted to do because I figured if I'm going to be on reality TV, why not, why not volunteer for a villain? When do you ever get to be a villain and or murder people? Um, and get away with it and, and, and not be hated by everyone. I know I'm hated by like 99% of the population, but no, it was great. Why are you receiving some online hate? Oh yeah. I mean, I'm sure if (laughs) just go to Twitter, but, um, it's, it's more so, um, you know, this idiot won't last past the first or second round. Uh, there's not a chance in hell. Like this guy's too dumb. And like, if you listen in episode one, my whole tactic was to play as dumb as possible. I literally say that before we go to our first mission. So to me, that's music to my ears. Um, and I know the edit was the edit and it is what it is, but man, I thought it was great. Um, 
but yeah, definitely getting a lot of, I, I don't want to say a lot of hate, but quite a bit of it. And, well, and I love it. I got thick skin. First of all, Twitter is a very dangerous place. So take it with a grain of salt. But right. what I will say is that your zest for life and your enthusiasm actually <laughs> is what I think made you do so well in the game. You know, we knew that you were a trader as a viewer, but I remember when it got an announced that you were a trader, a lot of people were very surprised. You really did right. have people fooled. So, fooled. So your strategy of just playing dumb, like you said, actually kind of worked. And I think that was really smart because you, as a person, are very enthusiastic. So you just turned your real personality into a strategy. And I think that's the best way to play these social strategy games. Right. Yeah, and, and that's what I tried to tell people like post-show and stuff is like, okay, is that really who I am necessarily when it comes to like the dumb sense of things? Absolutely not. But my zest, my like hype for life was spot on. So what you saw was 95% of me, but I just thought it would be a disadvantage to come in there and go, hey guys, I'm an actor and I'm also prior military. They're probably gonna be like, well, this guy is gonna just be reading the room and understanding tactics and all this stuff. And I didn't want to come off like, like that, like so intense. So I got exactly what I expected. The labradoodle, uh, the guy who never shuts up. And yeah, I, I took my energy towards life and turned it into this dumb character and just went full send on it. But yeah, it was, it was definitely interesting, uh, for sure. It wasn't as fun as they made it look like I put on quite a bit of face and dove into my like acting side of things because it, it absolutely tore me up and I'm sure Angelica can talk on that as well, but I do appreciate the kind words and yeah, that's, that's just what I thought I would do is, is turn that into a character. Okay. Well, I got a couple of questions for you. Wait, before you say that, would you, would you be a trader again? Would you do it all over again as a trader? 150% I would. Awesome. Nice. It's okay. good to know. So my first question is why do you think you're getting all the hate that you, you said you're getting? What, what do you think caused that on Twitter? Cause I didn't see, anything that would make me think there should have been hate. Yeah. And, and when, when I say hate, that's a strong word. Um, and maybe I shouldn't throw that around. I think it's more just like um, getting, you know, opinions, yeah. you're getting opinions, you're getting opinions, getting, you know, yeah, just opinions. Um, I think what it is, is this show was stacked with reality stars. Right. And I mean, I didn't know, the, the quality of some of these stars and what they do, because I don't watch reality TV. So like, I had no idea Suri was Suri and what Cody has done and, and Kate and all these people and, and, and Rachel. So there was a lot of star power when I say tactically and like in these, in this show. And so I think a lot of the viewers were expecting the professionalism of these reality stars, people who have been there and done this. And then you get me, coming in just loud as hell, annoying as shit, you know, showing off that, like, I got the power, I'm going to do this, I love the killing. And so I think people were put off by that, like, what in the hell? is This guy needs to slow down, like, chill out, he's going to ruin everything. And I, and I do understand where they're coming from. And I've said it to you know, Angelica, I've said it to all my friends and family, I said, if I was on that show and I was a different character, like I was – you know, bam or someone else, I would have hated me to a degree based off watching what was showed on TV. I would hate myself too, but I just think I'm a lot. Um, you know, it's been a minute since you get someone who comes in there. Who's like so annoying, so loud, so energetic, and just so over the top about everything. And I don't think people like that. And, and I can, understand why it's like when you go to a party and it's like a quiet soft cocktail party and someone comes running in like are we doing shotguns you're like bro chill out chill out no but i and think that's, that's what i brought i think that's and, a great point that's something that i yeah. haven't like considered like that it was more so of your personality against these bigger like the personalities but that have been in this industry and know what people want to see and how people want to see it mm -hmm. yeah i think it, your personality personality was one of the only ones who like matched the levels with the big personalities of yeah the reality people yeah so, right absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah funny I, funny thing uh, just to let you know is thomas got a lot of the same type of heat early on <laughs> they said like nobody's that okay. happy Nobody loves everybody. He loves talking about his son. And he loves I it. used to go on Twitter and, and fight with him and say, you don't know him. That is him. 
Yeah. So I can right, see that right, correlation. Right. Yeah, so I definitely could relate, but I also need to make fun of my dad that he always loves yeah. to bring up BB-21. He, he always wants to talk about BB-21. <laughs> that's <laughs> a dad, you know, and like, yo, that's the thing, though, Tony. Like, but, you know, like, we just met, right? But I found out about you through Angelica, and I can almost guarantee with, like, 100%, Angelica, correct me if I'm wrong, I literally saw a story of you, and I said, who is this man? I need to meet him. I love his energy. So, like, yeah, I understand. We just we're so excited about things because we live in the present. And and I just think that, you know, to keep in mind, people saw me and they were like, okay, you're with a big brother, winner, an all-star, whatever. And you with Sari, like one of the most legendary TV reality strategic personalities. And then you got me in there who's like, yo, dude, I can't wait to just kill people. Let's go. And everyone's like, shut up, chill out. Like, I, I wasn't thinking of it as that i was like i'm in character i'm in this game i'm gonna live it up because i may never be able to be on tv again and i may never i might not be here in two days i might get banished so i didn't care um but yeah you definitely get a lot of uh heat from people that just they don't like that they don't like happy people (laughs) well sometimes i just i mean yeah he said but like just in life in general if you're in a bad mood and somebody around you is really happy you want to fucking punch them in the face like i just feel like what miserable misery loves company so misery doesn't want to see people thriving and happy and super positive see i wish we we've spoken about this like in our own home but a mm-hmm. lot of uh, this group here, we wish that there were more episodes of the show because yeah. we feel like so much went on that we didn't get to see. We didn't get to know the players as much as we would have we wanted to. We didn't even to. have introductions. Like, that is really yeah. crazy. I feel yeah. like we. I wish That's- we would have gotten to know that this was all your strategy to put this um, this exuberant personality that you have and turn it into the strategy put that foot forward. I wish we would have yeah. gotten to hear that. Um, because I uh, 100% you know. agree with you, Tommy. That's one of the things. And like I said, too, this is my first time. So by all means, am I, I'm not complaining. I'm just, it's suggestions like you're saying, but like what sucks is yeah, you people don't understand, which it kind of works in my benefit. They're just like, this guy's an idiot. He'll be gone. But all of a sudden I'm there in episode 10 at the round table. And so what it is, is like, they don't get to see, I tell everyone who, who has messaged me and stuff that I go, listen, you guys are getting one hour of edited TV from an 18 hour film day. Right. Yeah, so like, yeah. there was so much that went on. And that's the thing is like, you know, Angelica and I would have chit chat. She would have her talks. I would talk with people. We build alliances. You would have strategies go into play and people would say things, but you don't get to see that comfort full circle because it's not all shown, which I understand can be hard, but it, but it can be frustrating too, as a viewer, as a player. Um, it's, it's just a lot going on and, you know, we'll talk more, but the emotional side and the mental warfare, um, of this game, you know, was just another level. And I don't I wrote think that- any of us were ready for that. I wrote that on my Instagram story yesterday. Some Someone wrote to me and was like, why, I obviously you were a very emotional person. Um, oh, yeah. Why weren't you more emotional when you got murdered? And I wrote back and I really just said, honestly, because there was a sense of a relief that I didn't need to do this emotional roller coaster anymore. Like, I, yeah. I'm sure it was just as severe as a traitor for the faithfuls. It's more of the unknown. But as a traitor, I could imagine that it's really hard to be murdering all of your friends. You were very close with Bam, and he's one of the first people you guys murdered. Well, that was my question. Exactly. And they don't, and I know they don't show that. They give me a little snippet of it, and and it's fine. It's okay. But it it sucks, like, from a viewer's perspective. You're like, you know, if you can see the character development, be like, no way, no way. Christian's not going to do that to Bam. No way. And then all of a sudden it happens. I think it just gives that much more. And, you know, it is what it is. But, as a trader, the thing about it is, and, it, and it's the show, Sari and Cody, they know, but when we were done filming, because keep in mind the trader stayed up probably three more hours or two more hours plus past when everyone would go to yeah. the rooms in the castle and go to bed. So we would go to a separate side of the, of the castle and have to film and talk and talk about who we were going to get rid of. And you see about 45 seconds to a minute of that decision. Those were 30-minute conversations, if not longer, because – 
deciding on who was going to go and you're putting this front on as soon as I would get out of my cloak, it was just like, I, I would have to get walked to my room because I was just mentally drained. I cried every single night except the first night. And I was just, cause keep in mind, I was a military officer. So like, you know, we really take a lot of pride in, in being respectful and having integrity and being honest and, and, you know, being, having good character and, and, and just understanding that like, People look to you as a leader and all these things. And now I'm playing a whole different role of like lying to people's faces every single day and going against everything I've ever learned or trained to do. And, and that's where the acting came in, but it just, it just destroyed you in the sense of relief. I a hundred percent agree with you on that. Angelica. Yeah, That's what a lot of people didn't like. We didn't like Thomas was saying before that we didn't know like the backstory. Like, I didn't know you were an actor or any of that stuff. They didn't get to any yeah, of that. No one got to know. Yeah. It was but, weird. But, they just kind of threw the thing out there. I got two things for you. Well, one thing, but Uncle Phil's steaming that Angelica's stealing all his questions <laughs> that he said prior to us coming on that he wrote down I and had. Ask any, I didn't an, ask the BAM an, question. I just threw Angelica's BAM in there. Angelica's stealing his thunder. But before we get to Uncle Phil's question, because he's dying to ask it, while we're on the topic of like getting heat, we're talking about it, I guess, from the fan base. My yeah. question is like, how does it feel kind of seeing the confessionals like watching it back? Because I know I remember like Sari criticizing you, Cody criticizing you. Like, how was it watching that back after having that experience with like all that? Yeah. So I think Angelica and I talked about this, but the first time I watched it through, I didn't even know what was going on. I just watched me. Second time watched it through, I kind of like started paying attention to what other people were saying. And that's when I was like, interesting how this played out. Um, because of some things that were said in episode eight and some actions I did, I, it didn't bother me. Like I actually was laughing. I loved it. Um, like I said, I have very thick skin, but it was so weird to see other people talking about you behind your back. Um, whether it was positive or negative, it's just, you know, it's something you're not used to. Like you don't get to see that in real life. Like even when you just nope. go to a social party, Nope, you so, don't see that. You're right. What was that? No, I said you're right. You don't see that in real life. You don't know what you people are saying. You don't get to see that in real life. So you kind of, in the way I thought of it, and it was so annoying, but in Angelica, I know you know this, but I've said this multiple times. I felt like I was living in a real world uh, movie Mean Girls. Like I just, every time you walk in a room, everyone was judging you. Everyone's questioning you and you walk out. Everyone starts talking about you. And at some point you just accept it. You're like, you know what? I know they're talking shit. If you start panicking, you're going to start being paranoid. You're going to start acting weird. And then all of a sudden you're accused as a traitor and you're out of here. So like you seeing it back was so weird. I feel like I don't even know who I am. Like my, the way my eyes look, the way I'm acting, like that was a different person, um, character wise. So that's really interesting to look at. And, um, yeah, it, it, that's a great question, though. It was very interesting, to say the least, to watch other people talk about you and what you would say about others, to answer yeah. your question. All right, wait. So, I have a quick question. Yeah, Uncle Phil's dying. <laughs> He's dying. <laughs> Uncle Phil is going to explode if he doesn't ask his question. I got as much time as you want, so don't even worry about well, it. Well, I want to know, so you went... <laughs> <laughs> in the interview process, you know, you, you, you mentioned that you said you wanted to be a trader. So yep. you obviously were saying, I, I mean, I would imagine that you were saying like, I want to be a trader. I'll do whatever it takes. I'm ready to like, you know, be deceitful to backstab, do what I got to do, lie to anybody. But was that you or was that this character that you're talking about? Like, who is the real yep. Christian? Are you the... I feel like you just said that. Well, then he said, but then he said it, he went back to the character. So yeah. I'm like, right. which is right. it? Was it the character or because to me, Christian wants to, like, I would think Christian went yeah. into the process wanting to be deceitful to backstab, but that is Christian. That's not a character. So right. who was right. the, who were you in the game? Absolutely. And that's, that's a great question too. I actually really like these questions. And so for the people that know me, they know that's not me. And then if you look at, which they didn't, obviously no one really knows the history, but the history of, you know, how I was raised and where I come from, I come from the Midwest. So like, you know, we love everybody. We can talk to brick walls and we buy used cars. Like that's just what we do. <laughs> but I grew up in a very strict and respectful family as in my mother was military. My aunt and uncle were colonels. My cousin was in the military. My grandpa was in the military. There was no messing around. There was no 
like bull crap. It was very much, you know, like respect others, be very open-minded and treat nobody different, no matter where they come from, what their background is and whatnot. And then, you know, I was an officer in the military. That's, that's, like I said, we're held to a very high standard to be in a position to lead others, um, you know, to, to war and back or just in training, you have to be a certain type of individual that Mm. other people can trust, um, and, and can look to you for advice. And I, I was also a youth corrections officer at one point. So I helped mentor and foster kids back into the real world after, you know, making mistakes in their life. Um, and I am someone who loves to help others. I like seeing other people have fun. I like seeing other people thrive. But for me, the reason I wanted to do this is because when do you get to be a villain or a bad guy or live that dirty kind of like, you know, no fucks given lifestyle than on reality TV? And honestly, without consequences, like, okay, so you're getting a little online hate. But I feel like the way you were looking at it as is when am I going to be able to do this without actual real consequences? Right. It's fun. It's fun. Right. Let's call it what it is. It's fun. It goes back to what we were saying earlier about how you took a piece of your personality and turned it into strategy. So basically Mm -hmm. what you're saying is that you were raised to be extremely respectful, kind to others, inclusive. But because of this military background that you have, you also have the ability to to detach and to be a little bit more hard when you have to. And that was maybe where you were able to channel these um the 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 trade qualities that you needed to possess to be skilled at this game and you yes, were clearly it, skilled at the game you did very yes, well and, t- and tommy to care to carry like caveat off of that there's two ways i looked at it with the military and my acting i thought two things one this is a great way to test my acting abilities and to just dot into a character completely separate of mm-hmm. who i am back in my room but also when you say the military the way i did it is I said, okay, I'm going to look at this character. And this is what mentally screwed me up. It's because I was playing 95% fun, goofy Christian times 10 and very annoying. But I also looked at the job as a trader as a mission. And, and, and when you have a mission, nothing gets in the way of that. So that was the military. I mean, like, this is Got your it. mission to win the money, get to the end. Anybody who gets in your way doesn't fucking matter. Got You're it. ruthless. You are a traitor. Let's own this role. And then I, the other side was, you're an actor. You're trying to be one. Let's take some of the skills and the, and the work that you put in and let's mix all three of those in together and that will create good TV. It should get you to the final episode and you should also gain respect and trust from the rest of the players, not any of the viewers. I could care less about the viewers. But nice. So it was, it was hard <laughs> to mix all three of those together and then go back to my room. And, and every night I, I just was a wreck. And so, yeah, it was, it's cool. But the, the fact that the people talk about you online actually makes me smile because that means I did my job as a character. And that's I, what I, I, I giggled at you saying, saying like, <laughs> I don't care about the viewers, like whatever. Because it's, at Thomas I, saying nice. Cause Thomas is legitimately the polar opposite of everything that you just said. <laughs> he is <laughs> the polar opposite. I don't think so. I, how so? He was saying nice, like as if he like agrees, like let's be a villain, like screw the viewers. Thomas is the complete opposite. He's like, let's be a good guy. Everybody love everybody. I love every cast member. I love all the viewers. Now, so that's funny seeing him say nice, like he agrees with yeah. you. I totally disagree with you, John. I think that I am the kind of person that I don't care about the viewers. I don't care what people say. I just am there for myself and the experience. No, I don't what mean you care about is... the viewers. I mean more of like the villain aspect of like, yeah. you're right. so yeah. not the villain. You were the complete Yeah, I'm not opposite. the villain, but I don't care what, <laughs> what the viewers, what people think. Yeah. Again, my laugh was more about the whole Except villain Except for people aspect. that your queens is with. Fuck you, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Uncle Phil's going to explode. No, the floor it, is it, now it, yours. It, it, you know, it lost the flow already, but I, I, I wanted to ask you, first off, I, if I was on this show, I would want to be a traitor also, just to let you know. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't know anyone was asking. Christian, did you ask him if he wanted to be a traitor? What happened? 
I said, come to the dark side, Uncle Phil. We'll I, take you in any time. I'd be a trader with you yeah, any day of the week. Way. It's the only way you should be able to do this. Yeah, but I want to actually, you, you, maybe you can't talk about it, but Bam, in my opinion, you want to keep the people close to you on the show as long as possible. Why did you give yep. him up? That's a great question. And I get that so much. Here's why. And, and I'm not, I don't want to keep being repetitive and saying, oh, you didn't get to see it. It's the editing. But that's just the fact of the matter. And that's okay. So that's why we have these conversations. But to be fair, I realized very, very quickly how careful I had to be as the trader. And it wasn't shown. But day one, when we wanted, when I wanted to get rid of Reza, I knew in my head, I'm playing with two celebrities. And people may not think so, but that cast was segregated um, right from the get-go, as in not like on purpose, but just like, hey, these are celeb team celebs. And then within team celebs, there was like Bravo people. And then there's like, you know, big brother people or whatever. And then it was the civilians. So I noticed right away there was a little bit of like, why, you know, you want to get rid of Reza right away. Okay, interesting. And if shit, if it was up to me, I would have got rid of all the celebrities ASAP and just got rid of them and made the show more about the normal people. But I had two celebrities in that trader room with yeah. me being very, you know, not necessarily upset because it was the first one, but you could tell they had their eye on me of like, okay, this kid just wants to kill all of the celebrities. And what is that going to do in turn? I also knew because our motto was create chaos in the castle. That's something I came up with in the turret. And I knew for a fact, if we got rid of bam, that threw the pattern off. That also shows my loyalty to the traders of like, Hey, I'm not just this anti let's get rid of the famous people right from the get go. And I wanted them to see sadly one of my, my closest friends go as a sacrifice to the, uh, the traders and, and how dedicated I was to our team and our role as traders. And, and that's when I like really realized like, Oh, this isn't fun. Like this isn't fun, but it's necessary for you to survive and laugh. Yeah. Longer it proved your game. loyalty to them. Right. That's what it proved the loyalty. Yep. It was, and it was sucked. It could have been any, it could have been any one of like the Angelica's the Andy. It could have been, but bam, I knew was, was a hard hit. He's very, very intellectually smart too. So I had to think ahead and go, you know, the smarter people that stick around are eventually going to catch on. So yeah. it almost sucked because the smarter you were to a degree, when we all agreed on getting rid of someone, you're at a point of like, I want to get rid of you because I know you're going to catch on, but I also want to keep you because I think you might figure out something that I can use as information the traders if you tell me and we we build a relationship so mm -hmm. the game the game plan switched for me by the hour honestly that's what was so hard about this okay now speaking of um how come you wanted angelica in trial on angelica. trial angelica <laughs> i mean she was not really doing anything against you but she yep. went on trial so the reason we put angelica on trial it was who was it? angelica did. rachel and Kate, you brought her correct? up Man, it, oh God, there was so many different options that we played. This was probably the longest trader turret talk that we had um, because, you know, there's so many different ways you could have spun it. The way that, from what I remember, and Sari and Cody will have to talk on it themselves, but the way we looked at it was like, okay, we're going to put Angelica in there um, for one reason. She's emotional. And then we also, and the reason we say that was to our play is because Kate and Rachel hate each other and Angelica correct me if I'm wrong Angelica you were very like I don't think you ever were against Kate correct no I mean Kate, Kate was my I mean after Azra left that was my best friend Kate I was that was who it's, I was closest okay. with okay that's exactly what I thought so the way if you look at it this is just one of the ways we were like okay Angelica's emotional Kate and Rachel can't stand each other if we put them in there and something happens that's going to create rift between and um Rachel and what's her name and Kate and people already thought Kate was a traitor. So we thought if those two start fighting and Angelica starts backing up Kate, that takes more. That's like, okay, that's a little sketchy. Like, like she's throwing money away. She's being rude. And if Angelica were to come to her defense more, it would have been like, wait, this is a little fishy. Like, why are you backing her so much? Um, and so that was one of the reasons we thought like, okay, if we put these three specifically on there, 
this might cause a little more riff and take distraction and basically become a distraction to any of the traders. However, I almost put myself on there. I oh, wanted I to put myself that. on trial. Was that, was that a because, rule? What was that? I was going to X that. Is that a rule? Could a trader have been put on trial? Yes, they could have. From my, from what I remember, you definitely could have. And the reason I almost did that is exactly what Angelica did. Your dedication in that mission to get those shields, technically and kind of obviously, obvious, ob obviously proved that you are faithful. Because if you were a traitor, why would you stress? Like, right? Like, you're mm -hmm. not going to get killed. Like, you're not going to get murdered. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you were working so hard to get that almost kind of benefited you to a degree if you were on trial. So I almost was like, I kind of want to go on trial so that no one suspects me of being a traitor. But that was one of the reasons, to answer your questions. We can't thought that we go, could get Christian, back, Kate. Christian, can't that go the opposite way too? Can people then sit sit there and say like, oh, they're trying so hard for the armory. Maybe they're just doing that to throw people off their trail or their scent. That but that's yeah. how you it, can think of with everything exactly. in this game and that, everything in this exactly. game. No, that's a, that's that's a valid point because you would, you would sit in a trader room or you would sit by yourself and think of a plan, right? And you go, oh my God, this is, this is fucking perfect. And then one of us or someone or yourself would go, but wait, can't you see it the other way? And that's exactly what I'm hearing on other podcasts and people talking. Um, and it's and, and it's so hard because then you're like, but what if what if they think this or what if they think that? Because there's just so many different ways your actions could be portrayed that it's very hard. And then throughout the the plan, you're like, are the traders sticking to it? Is the plan going to going as you thought it would? So yeah, it was hard. It was very very hard. And and we also thought Kate people would think Kate put herself on trial. That's yeah, and, a lot, and that was that was going around, you know, people were yep, speculating if traders could be on or not or and you know, exactly. I I was never personally on the Kate train, the Kate's a trade trader train, but um right. a lot of people were. So a lot of people did no, think that right. that was something. So Angela, I just a question for you, right? What? Um I know why <laughs> the traders didn't want Kate out, but Everybody was saying she's a traitor, but never... She got the most votes, I think, in the whole show. Yeah. But never got out really early. I mean, she should have been out earlier. I'm just mm -hmm. confused why nobody voted for her enough to get her out of the show. Because I feel like to... I, I feel like... I, I mean, well, you you're were talking to somebody who was on her side. Like, I felt like it was obvious that there was no world in what she was a traitor. Yeah. I thought that it would be, it was physically impossible that she was a traitor. I knew 100% she was not. So, I, I guess there was just enough people convinced that she wasn't a traitor, but yeah. there were people that were really hard for Kate. Like, you know, Quentin yeah. the whole time thought Kate's a traitor, Kate's a traitor, Kate's a traitor. I, yeah, he was wrong at the whole show. Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> never once voted for a traitor. <laughs> yeah so funny Poor yeah Quentin. um uh, is was that uncle phil who asked that question yeah. yes um can i give you my perspective on that i think kate didn't get eliminated obviously um due to the fact that every time she would get all these votes right but if you look at the show what was happening every single like episode there'd be other people like we would going after Kate, right? Like someone would be like, mm, I don't think she's a traitor. And then all of a sudden it was like, no, Rachel Quinton's like, you're a traitor, you're a traitor. And then, so people were getting distracted by the mere fact that every, every episode, there was another gainer or another person starting a, a riff with her. But then that would also bring other people looking at that person being like, why is, why is Stephanie now mm -hmm. joining Rachel and saying Kate's a traitor so much? That's weird. Or why is, Cody, whoever it may be. And so it almost took away from Kate. And like, we knew if we dragged her through it, uh, with God, poor girl, because she really stuck in there and, and it worked until the end. But, but I do also feel like not only did you have that layer, you had the layer of Cody, you and Sari weren't hard for Kate because you guys wanted to keep Kate there because every, she was a great distraction and shields for everybody else. Exactly. I think I only voted for Kate twice. And um, me, so we had like our our little alliance going, like me, Cody, Shelby, and Kate. So Cody definitely did not think Kate was a traitor. Well, you know right. what I mean, but like to to yeah. the faithfuls. 
Um, and I never heard Cerie say that she thought Kate was a traitor. Yeah, it, that's the thing, too, is, like, I just portrayed that I was upset with Kate all the time and, like, didn't get along. And we, like, not all the time, but, like, we were just, like, she would just kind of, like, come at me a little bit. And, and it just, she became such a distraction, even to herself. Oh, she completely forgot about me because she suspected me from episode one or two because Brandy yeah. said that. Yes. So. Well, I have two yeah. questions before we ask you if Go you ahead. have questions for us. <laughs> um, Why? Why would he have questions for us? Well, in case he wants to ask us any questions. But. Oh what God. is he going to ask you? What is Christian going to ask Uncle Phil? I'm crying. You want me to ask you something? <laughs> I'm crying. All right. Well, my two questions to you. Um, <laughs> what? He's out of his mind. Spending a weekend with this man, and God bless, he's out of his mind. Uh, anyway, let's just stay on the topic here, John. Um, how did you feel when the other traders started to bring your name up in the roundtable? Good question. I, I got um, them. Let me tell you. I, I felt. Um, I. I don't want to say I felt betrayed because I understood what was going on, but what, um, what I actually, actually, I felt more at the round table itself. There was two ways. Cause I had this played up. I was disappointed in Suri. Um, it really, it really hurt me with Suri. I get why in the way it was shown, but it hurt me with Suri because I was a day one trader. And so for me, the more respectful way was, Hey, let's just go together and share the money or, you know, get me, just get me to there. And then we can hash it out at the, at the fire pit. Right. Like don't, don't do me dirty right now. Like, like Ari didn't deserve to go to the last episode of the last round table as a trader, due to the fact that he didn't put in the work that we did and have to go through all the banishments and things like that. But I also knew I was going that day due to the fact of, you know, I couldn't talk to certain people. I was getting pulled for things. I, I just, I couldn't, like, I was always told, oh, can we get some conversation? I knew I was getting flipped on right then and there. Um, and so I, I kind of saw it coming, but um, it, it, it was just like, oh, like I, I was more gut-wrenched at the fact that I had to look everyone in the eye and tell them I was a traitor. I knew I was going. Um, and I knew Serene when she, of course, she makes the good TV and starts out with Kate. You got to know it's coming. So, like most people thought, it was going to go to a tie and then a sudden death vote. Yeah, that was. And great. that's when I thought, if that happened, the way Andy was looking at was looking at Ari because we all thought we were going Kate. That I was like, okay, Sari, if this is what we're doing, I respect you because I knew Andy would then flip their vote to Kate, and then there'd be a riff with all the traders. And I was like, oh, Ari's done. But as soon as Ari said my name, I kind of accepted it and, and realized like, well, it was a good run, but it sucks. It sucks, but I respected the move because I was a liability at that point. So I want to know, were there any rules that you were given as a trader going into the game? Like, yeah, we had our whole, we, we had a whole packet full of rules, bro. Um, so the reason why I ask is because I noticed that at the round table, a, when a, a trader, trader would call another trader out, that trader wouldn't say anything? Y yeah, like, I feel like another trader wouldn't bring yeah. up another trader's name. They would only vote in that direction if everybody else, if that's where the tides were turning. But they wouldn't ever be the one to challenge a, tr a trader directly at the round table. And I wondered if that was something that was yeah. in the rules that we didn't know about. No, there's nothing in it that said you couldn't call out traders. The only thing that got scary in was the slippery slope is you can't say you're a trader. So I think the way that we took it was like, well, if I can't say I'm a trader, I'm not allowed to say someone else. Wait a, a second, Christian, if you know what I just remembered? Go for it. What? What? Remember the whole thing? And I don't think we spoke about this with anyone, but remember the whole oh, thing yep. with, you know what I'm going to say, with Kate and Stephanie? Yep, about saying I'm a traitor. About like saying I'm a, like, traitor? I'm a traitor? You don't even know what Kate did. So Kate, literally, Kate goes, okay, so the traitors can't set, walk in a room and say, I'm a traitor, right? Guess what, guys? I'm a traitor. 
I'm a traitor, I'm a traitor. And Kate was going around saying, I'm a traitor. And she was going, Angelica, are you a traitor? And I was going, I'm a traitor, I'm a traitor. Like, man, stupid. And then Stephanie walks in, and then Kate goes, Stephanie, say you're a traitor. And Stephanie goes, uh, like, stuttered and, like, didn't know what to say. And Kate was like, yeah. we got her. She's a traitor. She can't say she's a traitor because she is a traitor. Yep. So did this whole, like, thing with, like, the rules. Do you remember that? Yeah, it got very petty and very childish. And that's the stuff you don't see because everyone was going so mental about it. They were like, okay, well, you have to say this because, you know, everyone was trying to figure it out. And I, I remember yeah, that getting brought up and I was so rules. scared. I was like, oh, God damn it. Like, that's what are we going to do if they say it to us? <laughs> I don't think that's petty. I think that's genius. I thought that was genius of Kate. That's it. I can't believe Come she on, thought of Kate that. Kate is a genius. You have yeah, to admit. No, Kate is a genius. I was just so scared. Like, I was like, I remember telling myself when it came up to me, I was like, I'm going to say, like, I'm a traitor, but I was going to use a D instead of a T. And, like, I like, mentally was like, that means I'm not saying it. Like, uh, I was just like, how the hell can I get through this without getting in trouble by, Oh, my you know, goodness, the you rules. poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just, learned, I just replayed the whole thing in my head, and it's so funny because there is my dumbish <laughs> jumping up and down, like, Kate's so smart, Kate's so smart, I'm a traitor. Right? And, like, everyone was so mad at her. <laughs> Like so angry with her. Wait, but oh, clearly... that was insane. I do remember that. That was wild. But yeah, you could. I think also this is what it is. It, it's it's very uncomfortable if a trader challenges a trader because you do got to go in that room together and look each other in the face, and it's like it's awkward. Like yeah. if I if you call out someone that's on your team like that, it's like I can't tell you me. This is coming from the most loudest annoying dude. I was at a loss of words when Cody and Sari were arguing and you saw a very, very small portion of that. Um, there was times where I was like, Hey guy and Cody be like, no, shut up. I'm talking like we're talking right now. Whoa. Like this is bullshit. Like they would get into it. And I was like, Oh fuck. Like I, I just don't know where this is going to go. So I can't even imagine. And, and you could kind of see that riff happen. Right. When Cody goes, well, who do you think's a traitor than Sari? And Sari was just like, where do you very see a cautious traitor? of how she responded because yeah. you think you have the vote when you're going to go against the traitor like we did with Cody and they did to me. If one of you doesn't vote it, you're just like, Oh Jesus. Like it's so, it's so awkward and it's so cringy because now you're like, Oh my God, we just, what fuck now I got to go talk. It, it's just weird. Yeah. And then it kind of like ruins the whole chemistry. Right. My last question. There's no rule saying that. <laughs> he, it's so funny. He doesn't even care about the answer. He just has like a, a obsession with getting out all of his questions. No, yeah. I, I, I love he goes, his my next question. Yeah, he's I, just I, ready I to go. I waited for him to finish. I loved his answer. <laughs> all right, go ahead. All right. All right. But no, we never, never were told. Sorry. All right, so I, I, your move that you pulled where you said, um, I was you know, brought in and asked to be a trader and I said no, right? When you first yep. did that, I was like, wow, that's genius. And then I started watching yep. it unfold and go, oh, this poor guy's done. <laughs> no, yeah. Do you think so, the move was too, playing too hard? No, I think it was actually very, okay, okay. This, this is the question I'm going to get the most, and it's a great one. The thing, what happened is when we recruited Ari, okay, Ari comes in. He tells us verbatim the whole process of what happened, okay? He explained it. I was going back to the room. I got this. I had 30 minutes. I had to read the rules of the trader if I was going to choose it. Like, I had to do all these things before I accepted or denied. And yada, yada, yada. So I just was like, got it. Done. And the reason I did that, and a lot of people picked up on this, is Ari was on the team that won the challenge in the cabin, Okay. Okay. He had the shield, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Nobody's taking a shot at anyone on the team within the shield because that saves everyone, supposedly, because no one tells anyone who has the shield they're supposed to save it. Well, when I did that, it, it most people, if you read Twitter, a lot of people are like, oh, my God, that's genius. It makes Ari look like he was the one in the group that could be a traitor because someone died on their team. They got murdered. And so I was like, this is great. After breakfast, you see a snippet of Quentin going, wait, can you explain how this all happened? And Ari's sitting right next to me, which is hilarious. I just say verbatim what Ari told me the night before. And after that, they all go, because you see Stephanie and Rachel go, that was kind of weird. 
But then I go into very, very depth about what happened and how I did it. And Quentin and even Ari, like what was it? Quentin was like, that actually, okay, that makes sense. I see what you're doing. And then my bet, my rebuttal to that was also, I think I'm getting used by the traders for my physical abilities and my motivation on, on these missions. They're just using me to build the pot. And that's when I was like, I'm probably going to be murdered tonight because I just put a huge target on my back and I don't care. And that's when people are like, oh, interesting. But I slipped up 30 minutes after that conversation, 20, 20, 30 minutes after that, I was in the library with Stephanie, Rachel, and Ari, and my dumb ass said a traitor rule out loud. And that's when everyone was like, <gasps> and from right then and there, I was like, yeah, but didn't you say you got, wow. you got the rules to read? Yes, yes. So the way I tried to cover that, and that's why you see the clip of Ari going, bro, you dodged a fucking bullet, is because I go, no, 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 I swear to God, that's a rule. And they're like, that's we don't have those in the faithful rules. So I I walked off. I was like, let me go just double check. with So I go off and talk with, you know, production, and, and sure as shit, I said I tried a rule. So I went back in there, and I was like, you guys, I, I owned it. I was like, no, Steph, Rachel, you guys are right. That is a trade rule. And like, but how would you know that? And I was like, listen, if you would have just listened to what I said earlier, I had to read the rules. How, like, what, what am I going to say yes to being a trader and not know what the hell I'm getting into? I at had that to point, they were rules. already had a bad taste in their mouth. So like, it didn't yep. even matter they what already, your excuse was. Yeah. Anything I said went in one ear and Ari was the one who backed me and was like, oh, duh, duh, duh. Okay. Yes. Sorry. I was skeptical of you too, Christian, but that does make sense. So I had double backs, but as soon as that happened, Steph and Rachel, it was like a wildfire. There, I was like, ah, there it goes. There it fucking goes. And so they immediately, you know, Kate, Andy, they're all like, dude, he set a rule, but he's trying to cover it with this. Wow. And that's exactly why I was like, we got to get rid of, we got to banish one of them and murder the other. So it wasn't Let's necessarily talk. the uh, recruitment announcement. It was more of no. the slip up of the trader rule. It, it was a slip up of the trader rule, and that just confirmed any sort of suspicion um, from Stephanie and Rachel. Um, and Rachel, yeah. So to answer your question, I thought it was a genius move at first, and I, my loud mouth got me got me shot in the foot. Like I, I thought it was said a rule out loud. I go that whole time, and I say a fucking rule out loud. I thought it was really cool that you did that. I I really enjoyed the way you played. I feel like you played hard. You thought outside of the box. I really like how yeah. you played the game. I, I do. Yeah. It, I mean, if you hear Sari and Ari's things, they they were like, that was a power move. That was risky, but it was a power move. And people at this point are like, it's so obvious. It's so obvious. I'm like, it's so obvious to you as a viewer. But right. when you're that deep and you're an episode away from 250 And you're questioning and everything. Like I said before, yeah. like you can look at it as the layer of, oh, is that a genius trader move? Or is that a move that the trader would want us to think is a trader move? So they did the opposite. Right. You're overthinking every little move that somebody makes. Yeah. So like it's and, you. And it just sucks because like in my head, I was like, wait, it doesn't matter. Even if I would have said the dumbest, like really had it dumb. I was like, I have Quentin. I have Sari. And I have Ari in my vote. That's four votes. What are we doing? Like, why are we, why are we doing this? But from a tactical standpoint, it made sense. It's like Christian sketchy. Let's feed him a trader. Cause then that, that messes with the numbers later on in the round table. I just really thought either Ari would team up with me and we'd go bro code it or Sari would say, Hey, listen, I know you've been here the whole way. Let's go. Oh, and then so we'll you thought you were covered from all round. angles. Mm -hmm. What's up? I said, you thought you were covered for, from all angles, which makes sense. Yeah, but I also get why they did it because they yeah. had to feed some. No, I get so why they did it. I would have done the same thing if I were them. Listen, Suri, yeah. Suri is savage, but I don't care. I'm here for it. I love the way she played the game. Yeah. Oh, I, I did too. I I was, I was like, man, I wish I was like I even as cringy and as hard as it was, I was like, this is a game. Like this is a game. Like you literally just like. Sari is like, I try to keep telling people, this woman is like a Jedi master of reality TV. She literally convinced someone and guilt tripped them. And then I know she's done that before too, which I didn't know prior to this, but to the show that she convinced Ari to just give himself up. And she knows <laughs> I wouldn't have gone out. I would have right. gone out swing. I would have turned shit on her. I would have been like, what do you mean? I don't have a Porsche. I don't have a second house. I live out of a van. What's good? Like, let's go. She knew that, and it's smart. It's very smart, and I, I'm so glad a trader won because I felt like I did all this, and it would have been for nothing. Yeah.
Yeah, well, that's a great way to look at it. Your like team that won. you were your you were the team you were team traders and your team won. Exactly, and that's what made me feel good about it. it like to to a degree, because I was like, mm-hmm. if I go away by hurting everybody and we don't fucking win, I'm I'm really not going to be okay mentally. Yeah, and like um, Andy and Quentin, I don't know how they're doing it. Like having to do yeah. all of those missions, even Kate with the cabin in the woods and jumping I out of know. a helicopter just to fall short of a win. Like, whew. I know. That's what makes this game great, though, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope yeah. they get another season because I'm addicted. I need more of it. You know, I have an observation. <laughs> so, send it. When I'm watching the show, I, uh, I know you're going to say, Okay, because you knew who the traitor was. But when she, when Sari was lying about things, she would blink. <laughs> a lot. And I was like, she's a dead giveaway. Everyone's blinking. Yep. No. But she, doesn't every human blink? No, no. She she goes like this. Yeah. She almost does like a double blink. Yeah, I picked that up. I, wow, but I just, Uncle like, Phil just... Well, Uncle Phil yeah. literally did a double blink, and then... And then Christian said she almost I'm does a you, double I, blink. I'd be awesome yep. at this game. No, he's, he's spot on. We got to get him on. on the trade season, too. Oh, that's what this gotta means. we got to get him on. Yes. I mean, that's the thing you pick up, mission. everything, yeah. right? So you think, like, it's so obvious. And, like, people were saying, like, you know, I was obvious, which, yeah. And then Cody Cody was pretty obvious the way he wore his, like, his he was wearing it hard like his eyes and stuff and he got quieter and shy back. He just shot himself in the foot too. And I should have learned from that, but you're right. Uncle Phil, you're right. You you do pick up on things. You're like, this is so obvious. Like how do people not get it? But that becomes the normal to them because they're not traitors. So they just think like, oh, that's just we're faithful. That's that's how to read. What they do. And and we like learned early, maybe not to read body language because nobody's body language was more crazy than Geraldine when we took the masks off after the traitors were selected. And sure enough, she was a faithful. So we were like, we can't just go off of like body language. You know, we just maybe not don't know everybody. The issue I had though was when somebody said you're a traitor, they go, no, I think you're a traitor. And that really just threw things off. Like (laughs) to me. Yeah. yeah, it's insane more. that you kind of you kind of get to see it, but I and and Reza will tell you this. As soon as the things came off, I immediately was like, I need to find someone moving, and I'm going to use that against them. I tapped Reza under the round table with my leg. I tapped his knee, and he looked at me, and I go and I gave him the eyes, like look to my eyes, like look at Geraldine's leg, and it started shaking. And guess what happened? He took that and spread it like wildfire. Right. And I was like, yeah. bada bing, bada boom, baby. So like. It's little things like that just to get in. And, and that's Angelica, you're spot on. We were all like, in the beginning, anything anyone did, bro, like you left the room found before everyone else, you're a traitor. Like, yep. like you could have farted and someone would have been like, bro, you farted weird. You're a fucking traitor. <laughs> no, literally, literally <laughs> anything. You Because that's all you have to uh, go off of. Just, yep, just excuses. You have, and keep in mind, they have, they have no clocks. You get no watches. I didn't get to wear a watch. They get to wear a watch for like some of the shoes. You had no clocks. They would do things, go to missions. They'd put different colored t-shirts on you for no reason. Then then they would pick the rovers. Be like, you guys are going in there. And then on the way home, they'd go, you guys can all pick whatever rover you want to be in. Yeah, and yeah, then you'd be yeah. Like, you guys can do pick your teams. And then so everything that's going on, you're like, what the fuck? And then like right. you would say things. Like there was a time where, you know, I would play and this was psycho of me. And that's why this is why um I don't think Cody and Sari liked my tactics, but I think Sari respected it. Is I would say out loud, I would go, guys, what are we doing? Just know that whatever car you get in, the traders are probably in each car. Like How about I am me the first I, the first episode yeah. I'm sitting in the car with literally you and Cody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Down the road, you're telling people, I'm like, you guys, they're probably in all of these cars. And like Cody would be like, bro, why are you saying that? I'm like, because I I want them to think that I'm thinking on their side. And so there's yeah. so much into it. You just it was psychotic, you guys. Yeah, wow. there's so many layers to it. Now to the most important part of part of the podcast. Uncle Phil wants to know if you have any questions for him for some strange reason. <laughs> for Uncle Phil? Okay. Uncle Phil, I have a question. If you were selected as a trader and called out at the round table by another trader, how would you react? Oh. <laughs> oh. And, and, I, and I don't mean that condescending. I'm genuinely no, asking, no, like, no, if, I, I, if you and I were traders and Cody goes, yeah, like, Uncle Phil, like, I think you might be a trader based off what so-and-so told me. Um, what are you, what are you doing? How are you going to deflect that? Like, what is your argument to someone asking you, um, are you a trader? And then 
how would you address that if not voted off in the turret? That's my question. It's two two part. Well, having just said, you can't say, well, I think you're a traitor. That's um, so I can't use that one. No, no, you, no, no, no. You can say, you can suggest someone is a traitor. You are just not allowed to state that you are a traitor. So what I was saying is, us no, as I, traders no, would get question. worried that if I said, well, I think you're a traitor. You just can't be like, I know you're a traitor, right? Like you could be like, I think you are based off this, but it was so nerve wracking that no one ever did it. So that's why. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, it's got where you are in the game. I think it matters, like what they're saying, the reason why you have to try and turn it. Okay, but they're I saying I think you're a traitor I, because I, because I don't like the way you came in this morning. Like you weren't really talking to everybody at breakfast. Yeah, you I had seemed a, bad a little tired. Sleep. Yeah, but I, I think you're a traitor. I think you were up late last night. Well, the talking problem with is other traitors. you can't. I can't disprove if I'm a traitor or not. That's what no, I would but use. But I'm I'm engaging with you right now. No, no, I think I'm, I think I'm you're a traitor because no, no, you I'm were not talking this morning. I'm you're back folding, with you. Uncle Phil. You're folding. No, you're I'm folding. engaging back with her. I'm telling her. No, I get what you're saying, but I can't tell you. I can't give you reasons why I'm not. I, okay. I'm just telling what? you. I had okay, a bed so you're a, so you're a traitor. Uh, the bed was very very uncomfortable last night. <laughs> I was missing my wife. I was missing my wife and my family. I mean, there's a lot of things I could say. All right, Uncle Phil, yeah. is, if any traitor casting people listen to this, Uncle Phil can never handle being a traitor. That is a fact right there. So. Because the bed was very, very uncomfortable and I was missing my I wife. Right? My, I wife. my wife. I, I, I had a bad night. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm yep. sorry. No, you don't need to be sorry. I just think you're a traitor now. Well, then yep. you and then, you and then you're vote? kind of in a... So, okay, so say that happens. You have your reasons, right? You Maybe you stay cool, calm, and collected, which I think is massive because if you look at the game, a lot of people, when they got really fired up or really defensive, people were like, whoa, that's weird. Yeah, or right. when, Or the biggest thing that I loved is when someone would get voted off as a faithful and they'd go, I'm a faithful... And everyone would be like, fuck. And, you know, I was always over the top, like, oh, like, fuck. And you'd see some people, they just, like, wouldn't really react. And people started picking up on that. Yeah, so they wouldn't even watch. Dude, one. there's times Quentin would turn around and just watch the table. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. He's watching to see people's reactions. Um, and so it's just weird. But Uncle Phil, second part of your question, okay, you deflect it. You do whatever you do. What are you going to say to me in the, in, the, in the fucking turret? I just called you out, bro. How's that going to look? Oh, when you go back in the room, right? No, he's yeah, saying, you and I. Yeah, you yeah, yeah he calls me out. What do we, I, I don't get think? evicted. And when I go back mean. in. And when right? the traders meet. Yeah, I, yep. I, I get it. I'm, How do we I'm, gotta... I'm, re, I'm re, uh, uh, reiterating what was being told to me. <laughs> yeah, no, I would, I would have a problem with you then. You're absolutely right with that. Exactly. Now, See, now you could turn around and say to me, you could turn around and say to me, I'm just throwing them off. We knew you weren't going to get voted off. That's right. You could say back to me, but I would not be happy that you did that to me. Right. So and, and I, that's, I wonder, ahead. would you defend yourself or would you try and turn it on the other traitor that accused you? Mm -hmm. Would you yeah. just spend your time? Like if, if Where? I'm in, a traitor, in no, in the round table, if I'm a traitor and I accuse you of being a traitor and catch you off yeah. guard, are you going to just defend yourself? defend your case or are you going to then try and flip it back on that person that accused you and yeah, corner I, them so again it, it really it all depends <laughs> okay like, cool no it really does <laughs> like, he's not a great role play uh, yeah, I yeah. think I would turn yeah. it back on the other I, person if I had something to be able to turn it back without giving it away yeah I would try to do yeah, that yeah. but I like I thought in my mind that he would have turned it around on Siri right at that point when when I was coming up in the, in the round table and there were things I guess could have been said about Siri, but you know you've been on a game, you've been on Survivor, you know how to lie, right? I think you would right. be a better trader than I would be. I, I've never been right. on TV before, okay. so yeah. Come to think of it, no one has accused you at this right. round. So there are things yep. that I, that could have been said, yeah. yeah. Exactly, and and that's the thing too is every night I'd go to bed, I thought of a million different ways because as a faithful, you literally don't have a guilty conscience, right? So yeah. you're just like, I, like when someone accuses you, you're just like almost dumbfounded. You're like, what? How the fuck? I'm not a traitor. Like, you know what I mean? Because you, you're living that truth. Right. And what people forget is you've seen the show. You watch the show. Angelica, like all jokes aside, what she just did to you earlier, Uncle Phil, like, I think you're a traitor. And you're kind of like, well, hang on. Let me, it, it all depends. 
bro, when you're a fucking trader, you don't have that time. You need to act immediately because if you don't, you're screwed. And so I would think all the time I would go, I'm going to go into this round table. One of the traders are going to excuse me. How am I going to react? What's my body language going to be like? What's my tone going to be like? Who am I going to accuse? And how am I going to do that? Wow. that uh, those five things I would think about constantly. Wow. And it's just like, it's just, you know, you have to think too. A lot of the times, depending on who was in the hot seat or who wasn't, how would you deflect? A lot of the times I thought if someone came at me, if Angelica was like, I think you're a trader because of this and this and that. And I would go, there's the things that I would say. I would immediately not come at Angelica. I would go, you know what? I do respect that. It's, it's a game. You're trying to figure it out. Um, yada, yada. I actually think this about this person. I would almost take it away from both of us. So it, it nice. wasn't like, okay, I just accused Christian, but he's not even coming at me. That's an interesting tactic. Or you do what Shelby did. I thought Shelby's move was phenomenal, but it was a really bad time because she looked like a traitor when she was like, I can't tell me what I can do to just like, she's like, I don't know. I don't know what I can say to convince you anymore. And I was waiting for someone to do that more so like Kate, but there's just, you know, you got to have your defenses. You got to have your, you got to be two steps ahead all the time when you're a trader. And that's what mentally screws you up right. the whole time is being able, if Angelica comes in hot to you, Uncle Phil, you can't, you got to be ready. You can't just go, well, what do you mean? It depends. Like then people start looking at you weird. Like, so, whoa. So it, yep, Christian, I get all that. And I probably would be doing that at night, but he, she just threw it on me in the last second. That's, <laughs> no, you know, he's just a horrible yeah. traitor. Don't mind him. He would just be a horrible I came traitor. Up with a great, I came up with a great answer. You and definitely your not bed was pressure. uncomfortable and you missed no, your life. No, later on. Instant traitor. Later on, when I said, Tariq, no, you were not a survivor. You were not a lie. Okay, I, so no, you that's know how to pull somebody else out, but you don't know how to defend yourself. All I needed to think about it overnight. I would have been no problem. No, no, no. Right. You're not right. No, I, yeah. I, I get where you're coming from. Uncle Phil, to your to your point, you're, uh, yes, you do. Like, you're in the game, so you have your moments when you're alone, when you're taking a shit. I'm being dead serious. You go to the bathroom, you're thinking of this stuff. Like, there's no down, down time. Like, right. really. Like, you might be in down, but you're right. You would have time to think about it. But to Angelica's point, it's like when someone hits you, like, I'll never forget at the round table, even though I knew it was coming, when I saw my name written down, I almost shit my, I was like, <gasps> I like wanted to start crying. I was like, holy fuck, this is what it feels like to get accused. Wow. Like I've never had my name written down. And I was like shaking inside. I was like, how am I going to talk? How am I going to talk? And you're right. You, if you would have said what you just said, that's a great tactic. I feel like, Hey, like, I don't want to be this guy, but like, you got, you got a past in this. You know what you're doing? I don't, I'm just living here. I'm trying to have a blast and be honest. Like I, I don't really have a big defense. So like, you know, if you had a little time, you'd probably be able to answer it better. But it's the pressure that gets to you. And, and Angelica, you know, you know how stressful it is. Yeah, yeah, it was extremely stressful. Well, this um, is all really good advice for someone who may be potentially on season two. So if anyone right. listens to this podcast and you want to try out for season two, whenever that comes out, this is this is some good stuff. Take notes. AKA John. I think John would make a great trader. Ooh, Johnny boy. <laughs> yeah, I think he would make an unbelievable trader. We'll see. Yeah. I would um I would say my last thing and and then I know you guys gotta go, is for anyone out there that is listening, and I'll and I'll probably do a YouTube thing on this and stuff and really get into it. But some of the things that you have to do if you're ever gonna be a trader is you have to be consistent in whatever the fuck your vibe is. Whatever you are, you need to stay that. Whatever your role, character, how you act, whatever it is, you need to be consistent 24-7, the whole show. You also need to play this game with absolutely no emotion. You can't, nice. you can't be emotional. can't wear your heart on your sleeve. You, can't, you cannot do that to a degree as a trader. This is just my opinion. You cannot play emotional. You can't get soft about your friends. You can't go, oh, but I thought I'd bring them around. Or You can't do that. You have to be yeah. consistent who you are. You can't play emotional and you have to have to learn to adapt. That's it. If you can do those three things, I'll see you at the fire pit. I that's think that's nice. great advice. I really do. So wait, you're saying that yeah. Angelica wouldn't make a good trader? Probably would have. I honestly think she probably actually no, she wouldn't have. I'm she goes sorry, against one of your she goes against your first rule. Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was just thinking, like, no, she wouldn't because Angelica, you you would struggle with doing the dirty work because yeah. that's not who you are. I and that's where like I could separate it. It's very hard in, in, uh, I but then again, I can't separate it. Like I really can. Like I kept putting myself, if I was in Cerise shoes 
or Andy's shoes in the right. finale, like I would not be able to separate the personal aspects of it and like yeah. chalk it up to a game, even though I know it's a game and like yeah. I would respect it, but on the personal level, yeah. I wouldn't be able to handle it. It's a game it. that I want to win. And, and that's it. And that's it. But I was going to say, technically, you could break the rule. You could be very emotional, just be consistent with it <laughs> the whole yeah, time. True that. But no, that's it. That, that would be my advice. John, maybe we'll see you on there. Maybe you better we will. Win. No, Christian, I just want to say thank you for your yeah. service, by the way. Oh. Uh, you and your family. Oh. No, thank, thank y'all. I, I genuinely appreciate you, you all of you. Um, and prior to this, just, I, and I, I'm being dead serious, the energy y'all brought to LA in the, in the party and the get together. I know there was some weird, People are still weird with the show and receiving it and how people did each other dirty. But you, all of you, were nothing but fun. And that's mm. it. You just brought really good energy um, to, to that event. And Angelica, you did that on the show as, as hard as it was, as emotional as it got. And you got, it was like, you know what? At the end of the day, I was like, well, I know I'm gaining a good friend. And with that comes your family. And that's epic. So I thank you, John. I thank you, Tommy, Uncle Phil, all of you for allowing me to come on here and speak some peace. I really do appreciate y'all. Christian. Thanks, Christian. We love you. Wow. I love uh, you guys. I, I, and Tommy, great question, by the way. I, you all had great questions, but your question about, like, who are you? As a, that, was a, that was a good question. <laughs> you should be doing, like, interviews, bro. You're like the oh, next wow. <laughs> nice. That's why we have a podcast. <laughs> all right, You're Christian, good. I'll talk to you in a little bit. So, wait, Christian, wait. He's got to say it's been real with us. Oh, okay, okay. So, all we right, do so... this thing. We're going to say one, two, three, and then we got it all together. Say, it's been real. Okay, so just say, it's been real, just like yep. that. Yep, mm -hmm. ready? After three. <laughs> one, one, two, two three. three. It's, it's been, been real. real.